Hallelujah. We come to the end of the year. We are standing or you're seated on the last day of 2023. The, an incredible year. I would say an incredible year. It was very special. I don't know how many of you noticed that. We started the year on a Sunday. We, end, we are ending the year on a Sunday. Uh. <laughs> we are starting, we started this year with a Sunday and we are ending this year. God has positioned it like that because it was a special year for the church. Amen. You know, we can be disconnected. We can be uh, in our own world and disconnected from all that is happening. But God has kept these signs. God has kept these reminders. Let it pass. That's how the world will behave. But God has kept these reminders. They're reminders. Man, I, I, I hope the calendar reminds you of His goodness. I hope, you, I, I, I hope you are not aware of that, that we started the year and we are ending the year with, on a Sunday. Were you aware of it already or did, did, did you wait for me to tell you? You are not aware of it. I mean, you must be so alert to these things. Now, if you remember 2023, 2022, December 31st was a Saturday. We, we met together for watch night service. We had an extended time. We crossed over to the new year, which was a Sunday, the 1st of Jan, 2023. We had an excellent time of prayer and being in the presence of God. Some of you were here till 6 a.m. in the morning. And then that's how we started the year. Look at today. We are closing the year and we're going to meet again this evening, this night, tonight, 11 a.m., 11 p.m., sorry, 11 p.m. We're going to be here and we're going to cross over together to the new year. And God has... Uh, and kept these signs, these reminders, so that we will take stock of it. Amen. Hallelujah. If given the time and opportunity, I know that all of you will, will be able to stand and testify of God's faithfulness. If given the time and the opportunity, if given the time and the opportunity, I believe each one of you will have a testimony of God's faithfulness. Amen. God's faithfulness. Hallelujah. Five of you have a testimony to share. Man, I'm glad. In a church of 70 or 80 people, we have five people who are excited about the faithfulness of God. Hello. Are you all here? Ask your neighbor, are you in church? Ask your neighbor, what are you thinking when you're here? What's in your mind? Hey, ask your neighbor. Uh, yeah, you, you should. You, you should. You should ask your neighbor. You know, we cannot afford to be a disconnected church. We cannot. The church is not going to be disconnected. You know, the, 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 the devil will try everything possible to disconnect the church from the purpose of God. But we must choose. We must take the effort, take the pains to stay connected to what God is doing. Amen. So if you want to like, you know, okay, ah, worship song, worship is over. Okay, let's go home now. And okay, if I'm awake, then I'll come for, if that's how you, if that's how you see these things. See, I'm telling you, this was an opportunity given to you by God to celebrate in the presence of God. Amen. To reflect on the year that went by. Hello, are you here? Are you here? How we normally do, I mean, in fact, even the scripture that was read today in the morning, or you mentioned that in the morning, you remember, we remember his Loving kindness, you reflect on his loving kindness. In the night, you testify of his faithfulness. 
and you know, it's it's always at the end of something you look back you reflect on that day that went by or that season that went by or that year that went by and you testify of the faithfulness of god isn't isn't that so that's normal right that's a normal thing to do that's a huh yeah that's right god did the same uh, he, he reflected on the, the the week of creation and he he, he rested Amen. And today you are here, you're reflecting on the year that went by and each one of us can testify, I believe, I hope you can testify. I hope you're take you are you're already taking stock. Uh, uh, how many of you took how many of you prepared for this this day? You you prepared to come into the presence of God. Did you prepare knowing that this is the last day of the year and I'm going into the house of God, I'm going to worship God. Did you prepare in the presence of God? Did you come with preparation? I mean, I hope you you come with preparation. I hope you will come with preparation in the evening. I hope you come with an open heart. I hope you'll come with an alert spirit, a man with excitement. Hallelujah! Not because the pastor announced, okay, we're going to have watch night service, but because you want to be in the presence of God. It must be purposeful for you. I mean, to come into the presence of God must be purposeful for you. Where can you rather be? Where else can you rather be? so it, it it is normal it's a it's a normal thing for a human being to reflect on on the on the goodness of god and give thanks and it inspires worship it's a good thing say good thing it's a good thing to reflect on the goodness of god and give thanks it's a good thing to consider the faithfulness of god it's a good thing to count the blessings of god and give thanks unto god and to be worshipful unto god it's a good thing it's a good thing amen that shows an attitude of gratitude say attitude of gratitude ask your neighbor you have do you have an attitude of gratitude this morning how are i'm i'm filled with a different thought i have a different thought when i'm standing here i have a different thought as i stand here the end of the year I'm reflecting on the goodness of God yes I am but I am also consumed by this thought what is God thinking about me I am reflecting on the faithfulness of God as I think about the year that went by but when God thinks about the year that went by and he considers me will he be able to count me faithful hello some of you are like oh where did that come from yes we can testify that God was faithful but can god testify that you are faithful i hope the silence is contemplation i hope the silence is you contemplating you thinking about it yes we can testify that god has been faithful but can god testify that you are faithful now i want to share this thought with each one of you you can be certain of god's faithfulness you can be certain of god's faithfulness when you reflect on the year that went by you can be certain i mean i'm sure that every single one of you if you take stock if you can take time a little time to reflect on the year that went by you will have reason to worship no doubt about it because he has been so good he has been so faithful he has been so faithful but my question is when god thinks about you and the year that went by can he say about you that you are faithful you are faithful to me like you say of him you are faithful to me can god say of you you are faithful to me you know some of you are like i know that you 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 are you're disturbed maybe 
you know maybe you have never thought about it. probably your your thing like this for the first time or probably you thought you you had a perfectly flawless ear maybe that's the reason you're like okay or maybe you are thinking that god will never have thoughts like that do you know that god comments about the the faithfulness of his people you know you read the old testament you will see that over and over god keeps referring to how faithful or unfaithful his people were and don't think that god is not thing likewise now if you think that god I mean, that was god god in the old old uh the old testament in the old mo- mode he was in but no longer but i want you to know god expects you to be faithful as much as he was faithful unto you there is an expectation from god concerning you about your faithfulness unto him whether you know it or not whether you like it or not god was expecting you to be faithful unto him no we can see we can easily bluff god we think we can, we think we can easily bluff god we think by just marking the attendance on a sunday morning in church you have bluffed god but god sees much more than that god sees much more than your face god sees much more than what you're wearing hello are you with me god sees much more than what you're wearing god sees much more than your raised hands he can see your heart he can he knows the thoughts and the intentions of your heart ah oh, think about it he knows the thoughts and intentions of your heart before a word is on your tongue he knows it all well how cool is that think about it huh he knows my thoughts from afar from afar man and god is no longer afar he is near and he says that he knows your thoughts from afar but now that he is near he is in you how much more he'll know your thoughts hello now i want you to know that as much as god was faithful to you you were expected to be faithful unto him praise god the bible says even when we are faithless or unfaithful he remains faithful what a consolation what a comfort that is what a comfort i'm telling you what kind of comfort is that even when we were faithless man or unfaithful he remains faithful because he cannot deny himself because god cannot deny himself he remained faithful to you irrespective of how you were how you behaved how you thought how you functioned how you responded don't consider the long suffering of god as slackness as some would consider slackness he is not slack concerning his promises he is not slack towards his church man if he didn't come in 2023 he will come in he can come in that's right if jesus did not come back in 2023 he can come back in 2024 okay God was faithful 100%. How faithful were you to God? Did you live up live up to his expectations? Were you a good steward of the manifold grace of God? How many of you experienced grace this year? Were you a good steward of that grace? Were you a good steward of that grace? 
did you respond to the word which he faithfully sent your way do you know that he he was faithful in speaking to you god was faithful in speaking to you every day every day every week every month god was so faithful in speaking to you did you respond were you faithful in responding to his word how eager were you regarding the things of god 2023 has gone by how eager were you in 2023 was it just like 2022 or was it was it a slump did you go down in eagerness did you go down in expectancy did you go down in your passion for god 2023 was given as an year of purification the lord gave us the word this year of purification god was so faithful to his plan of purifying his church he never do you know that god was unwavering you know, some of you are not sure god was unwavering concerning his plan to purify the church he was unwavering he was relentless that's the word relentless he never stopped doing it he never stopped speaking he never stopped giving his word never never he never stopped because he had this expressed express will concerning the church for this year to purify the church there is god's express will for you so he continued on god continued on say god continued on with the work of purification for 53 sundays think about it for 53 sundays for 52 weeks he continued on he gave the word he sent the word he spoke the word whether you liked it or not he kept sending the word he was faithful say faithful see that is the faithfulness of god the faithfulness of god is that he never stopped speaking to you hello now you were like an, you i mean you had mood swings say mood swings ah yeah, i mean see that's how we are uh, there some days oh, I, i don't feel like you know listening to him today uh, i don't feel like i don't feel up to it today that's called mood swings you have mood swings but god was un- hello look 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 here look here you had mood swings but god was unwavering faithful he remained the same yesterday today and forever and that for you you had highs and lows you you were excited maybe at the at the beginning of year you were so excited maybe some of you caught up maybe by the middle of the year you caught up with the rest and you were excited at the middle of the year maybe you were excited during camp time but i i i i am so certain that you were not consistent enough i'm not judging you hello i'm not judging you forgive me if if you feel that i'm judging you but that's the truth we had our lack of consistency with god we had our lack of consistency when it comes to our faithfulness unto god we had mood swings let's admit it we had mood swings we felt a certain manner on a sunday the next sunday when we come to church we felt some other way then we were excited about the word on a sunday the next sunday we forgot what we heard the the previous sunday i'm i'm talking to talking about some of you not all of you maybe are you getting what i'm saying see as much as we can say god is faithful i mean that's a taken god is faithful i mean what do you expect from god 
what do you expect from god i mean you expect god to be not faithful in any year are you ex- is anybody here expecting that god will not be faithful in 2024 i mean you got to be kidding god is faithful the same that's his attribute that's who he is he remains the same the same he is constant consistent absolute he never changes what about you what about you do you know that see you know what god is doing even when when it comes to we, we consider that scripture god is long suffering say long suffering and he's long suffering to us toward us he's long suffering he's giving us time do you know that god is giving us time hello he's giving the world time is giving the church time to get our act right you don't know that nobody told you i want to tell you today god is just giving us time to get our act right how can we gauge our faithfulness unto god now maybe we can probably possibly ask a few questions did his word fall upon the good soil of your heart every time he spoke did his word fall upon the good soil of your heart did it produce a hundredfold every time you receive god's word question to yourself i'm not asking you can question yourself did your heart was your heart found in a good place receiving the word eagerly upon the good soil so that you produced a hundredfold every time you receive the word that's how you gauge the faithfulness under god can you clearly remember his word of instruction and correction can you remember and can you remember those instances where god corrected you he changed you he addressed issues in your life i said nobody can i'm i'm getting concerned i'm getting concerned can you remember specific instances where god corrected you the holy spirit corrected you he instructed you if an year has went by without you having received specific cons- <coughs> sorry specific correction and instruction under change then something is wrong the holy spirit will correct us because we were in the year of purification it was god's will for us to be corrected purified sanctified made ready hello are you with me how far did you go in responding to his word how far did you take it how far did you take the word did you did you take the word as far as down the steps did you take the word as far as across the street to your car did you take the word at least to your home or did you dwell did you allow the word to richly dwell within you the the where the word that came to you did you allow the word to dwell abide in you and to do something within you are you with me are you with me did you allow see so these are questions we, see we must ask we must ask every see every entity under the sun they do and uh, they do an evaluation though they introspect they evaluate their performance and we must for our own sakes to test how we fared how we did how we performed are you with me man you can you can get over this day 31st of december will will be over before you know it man and you will be in in the next day the 1st of jan and you will continue on with your business and nothing will change nothing will change life will go on as 
usual. But what must, be, must change is your heart, your attitude, your character. Amen. And God has given everything. Amen. That's the grace of God. God has given everything lavishly, every resource that you would need to be changed, to be corrected, to be transformed, to be renewed, to be made like Jesus. Every resource, you name it, God has given it to you. That's the faithfulness of God. That is the faithfulness of God. Not that you got, got a new car or a new house or a new job. That's not... See, if, you, if, you're, if you're counting those things alone as the faithfulness of God, I want have news for you. I mean, those things are just... I mean, motions of life. But did God send His word to you? Did you receive the word? Daily bread. Did it come your way? That's the faithfulness of God. That you are fed and nourished and kept by the word of God. Preserved from the wickedness of this world by the word of God. Changed and transformed with the power of His word. That is the faithfulness of God. That is the faithfulness of God. Not that you earn more money than last year. Oh, I got more money. I, I, I made more, more business. I fetched more business this year. If that's what you count as faithfulness from God, that even the world can testify. Even the world can testify. Ambani can come and say a few things about that. By the way. And those things are definite markers that God loves you. But the faithfulness of God is measured or is, is uh, proven by this, that he spoke. Amen. He spoke. He sent his word. He, like we heard this morning, the hungry soul, he's satisfied with good things. From where? From the word. The word. The word must satisfy your hunger. The word must satisfy your hunger. Only the word can satisfy your hunger. Do you make progress with regards to purity? And sanctification. Question. You can question yourself. Year of purification. Over. The end of the year of purification. Did you make progress with regards to purity and sanctification? Can others testify of your spiritual progress? The Bible talks about your progress must be evident to all. Can your colleagues, your friends, your, your mother... Or your wife, your husband, your teacher, or your business partner, your boss, your subordinate, can they testify that you have progressed spiritually? Maybe they, not be, they, not, they may not be able to, to phrase it, but can they testify that you have changed? You have become better. Man? Better. Some, some divine change has happened within you. Your progress must be evident to all. At the end of this year, people would have, should have confessed this about you, testified this about you, that you have changed. You have become better. Now stop, stop being a person who is always like in you know, a self, self-appraising, like in you know, a self-approving. Man, you're self-approving. You must evaluate, but don't be a person who is self-approving all the time. Because self-approval can be deceptive. Self-approval can be deceptive. Allow the Holy Spirit, man, allow the word of God to gauge your heart, where your heart stands. In the Proverbs 30 and verse 12, we considered this year, on the first day of this year, so this verse, in the first day of this year, 
we considered this verse, Proverbs 30 and verse 12. I don't know how many of you remember that. If you would remember that, we considered this verse on the opening Sunday. There is a kind who is pure in his own eyes, yet is not washed from his filthiness. There's a kind, I mean, there's a, there's a generation, there's a type of people. There's a kind of people, a kind of person who is pure in his own eyes, but yet is not washed from his filthiness. This verse talks about that kind of a generation who consider themselves pure, yet is far from clean. I hope you were not deceiving yourself through this year. But you, 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 you felt the need of change. You felt the need for a wash. Now in, in summer, especially if you're in Kerala, in summer, you feel the need for a wash. You want to go stand under the shower. It's a good feeling. You know that you need a wash. You feel sticky. There's something not right about. You don't smell good. You don't feel good. You go stand under the shower. I hope you felt like that spiritually. A need for a shower of God's word to come your way, to revive you, to refresh you, amen, to cleanse you. I hope you didn't walk into this church every Sunday or every time you come into this church. I hope you did not walk in with a sense of, yes, I know it all. I hope you came with a sense of, I want something. I need something. I'm desperate for something. Even today, I hope you come here with a, a sense of need, which only God can meet. Which only God can meet. Which only His word can meet in your life. Amen. Don't be that kind who is pure in his own eyes. It is, it is not washed from his filthiness. Far from being clean. Don't be like that. Do not deceive yourself. Do not deceive yourself. When the Holy Spirit showed us His express will, for purification and sanctification, how well did we respond to his plan? Did we acknowledge the need for it? First question, did we acknowledge the need for it? Did we acknowledge the need for it? And submit to the process. Did we submit to the, it was a process, process. Say process. Now sometimes you must ask yourself, why do I go to church? Now this year, in fact, I want everyone to go and ask yourself, why do I go to church? Why do I go to church? Why am I part of a church? What is the need for me to go to a church? What's the need to listen to the preaching of God's word? What's the need of submitting in a church? Ask yourself that question. It's an important question. It is an important question. It's a make or break question. Did we respond well? We had an entire year to get things right. Did we respond well? Or did we take things for granted? I know that most of you responded, if not all of you, but did we, did we do it well enough? Was our response good enough? Or could we, have, uh, could we have done better than this? Could we have done better than this? Hello? Could we have done better than this? Are you sure? You, you feel like that? I feel like that. I feel that I could have done better than this. But I'm not, gonna, I'm not taking you on a guilty trip, by the way. Not a guilt trip. This is not a guilt trip, okay? This is being very honest. Blatantly honest to you. And I'm trying to present you a truth. You must consider where you stand. The Bible instructs, test yourself. The Bible instructs us. Weigh your thoughts, your motives. 
allow the word of god to come and check your word, your heart your heart condition and there is so much more for us to go and i know i know that this work of purification is ongoing we are not we are not done with it yet don't think okay 2023 is over we have, we have, we have, we blew it up i blew it up i i messed up don't think like that this work is ongoing this work is ongoing now the year 2020 2023 was given as an year of purification so that you can be aware of what god wants to do in your life and if you have built that awareness if you have grown in that awareness of what the holy spirit wants to do in your life you have gained you have gained now first john chapter 3 verses 1 to 3 first john chapter 3 verses 1 to 3 See how great a love the Father has bestowed on us that we would be called children of God and such we are. For this reason the world does not know us because it did not know him. Beloved, now we are children of God. How many children of God here? Yeah, can just wave, just wave. Yeah. Beloved, now we are children of God and it has not appeared as yet what we will be. We know that when he appears, we will be like him. man when he appears we'll be like him we'll be like god we'll be like jesus because we will see him just as he is and everyone who has this hope fixed on him purifies himself just as he is pure and i said this at the beginning of this year and i want to repeat this again jesus christ will appear soon he will appear soon and we all will be like him when he appears man for we will see him just as he is this is our hope this is the hope of christianity this is the hope of christianity if you have this hope fixed on him then you will be a person given over to purification you will be a person who is excited about god purifying you the holy spirit purging you cleansing you i'm talking about the ongoing purging and the ongoing process of sanctification not the, the the purification that happened at your salvation you are cleansed of your sins but i'm talking of, of the ongoing process of sanctification to which we must submit to the holy spirit are you with me are you with me no you see let do not allow anything to diminish the hope of his appearing i want to talk to the church i want to talk to you i'm talking to you personally do not let anything of this world to diminish the hope of his appearing nothing is more important in your life than that jesus christ is appearing soon he is coming for you amen that is your hope let nothing dwindle let nothing cause it to be waned let nothing tr- cause trouble to that blessed hope let nothing take its place nothing else not the treasures not the riches not the opportunities not the success of this world in this world upon this earth yes we can have all of that but none of those things are are important they are those things are pale say pale say very pale they are colorless pale in comparison to the blessed hope of Christ appearing the hope of earthly blessings will not purify you 
If I were to tell you, you're going to make a million dollars next year, that, that hope is not going to purify you. If I, I were to tell you that you're going to get married next year, I'm looking at unmarried people. I'm trying to look at unmarried people. If I were to tell you that you're going to get married next year, that hope is not going to purify you. If I were to tell you that you're going you're to make it big in business next year, you're going to be successful in everything that you do, that hope is not going to purify you. The only who, hope that will purify you is the hope of His coming, of His appearing. That you're going to see Him and you're going to be like Him when He comes. When you see Him, you're going to be like, that is the hope. If you have your hope fixed on Him and His appearing and, and, and the fact that you're going to be like Him, that will purify you. That alone. Otherwise, you will be found in filth of this world. Are you with me? Are you getting something today? Are you getting something today? What's your hope? What's your hope for 2024? What's your blessed hope for 2024 and beyond? That's right. You're going to see him anytime now. Anytime now. Anytime now. Anytime now. By the way, the theme of purification was not the product or not the idea of a marketing agency. It was not intended to make the church look more cool and fanciful and appealing to the masses. No, the Holy Spirit told us. In fact, even when the word was given, the word was received, I knew that this is not going to be something that is exciting. Unless you know what it is, unless you understand what it is, that God is going to do a work in you which is going to make you more pure. Amen. And more like Jesus. The Holy Spirit revealed what is foremost in his heart concerning the church. The heart of God. That's the heart of God. You know, I, I don't know about you, but you know, when I grew up, I grew up as a Christian every year, at the end of the year, there is this expectancy to know what is in the heart of God. So that I can tune my life accordingly. Because if, you, if I, see this is simple, this is very simple. If you understand what's in the heart of God, and if you submit to that, there is favor to achieve that in that year. In that season. That's why it is important to know what's in God's heart. So when God said, this is the year of purification, there is favor. Say favor. favor. I, I was reading the book of Esther. I want to, I want to turn to the book of Esther. Say Esther. Esther. How many of you love Esther? Yes. Even I love Esther. That's a wonderful book to, to study and read. There is so much of revelation in that, in that uh, book. There is no mention of God in that book, by the way. But it's all, it's all there. God is there. Holy Spirit is there. Christ is there. Church is there. Amen. Hallelujah. It's, it's amazing how the more, you, the more you pay attention, the closer attention you give, as you read through those, those, those chapters, you'll realize, okay, it's 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 amazing. The hidden revelation in that, in that book is amazing. And I believe it's for the end time church. That, that, that book talks about the end time church. Now, so these young, say young women. So King Ahasuerus, if I, I hope I pronounce it right. Ahasuerus, right? Ahasuerus, yeah. So King Ahasuerus of Persia, uh, you know, he, he had a, a queen by the name Vashti. Uh, but at one point, that queen did not rise up to the expectation of the king. 
Now he, he, he demanded something from the queen, which the queen was not willing to, to do. So, uh, you know, and the king burned with anger towards the queen and, uh, you know, g- uh, give, gave heed to the counsel of, uh, you know, his experts, uh, the ministers. And they told him, if you're going to allow this, then no woman will give, uh, give respect to the husband in this land. So, it, she must be made a public example. So, she was removed, stripped of her queenhood. Such a word exists, or queenship. Yeah. Stripped of that authority, place of authority, removed, the crown of authority was removed from her. And then they wanted to find a queen, replace Vashti. So all the young women in that land, beautiful women, virgins of the land, they were all gathered together. And uh, this person by the name Hegai was given the responsibility, the custody a eunuch, the custodian of the women, uh, you know, in the palace. So he was given charge over these women to make sure that, you know, they are given um, whatever is required before they are presented to the king so that the king can pick the right person as the queen, the next queen in place of Vashti. So, um, you know, under the custody of Hegai, 12 months of preparation, say 12 months. It's amazing. 12 months of preparation was given to every young, virgin, beautiful, um, you know, woman who, who came. Every, 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 every girl who came. They were given that kind of a preparation for 12 months. In fact, it specifies that the first six months, uh, they were given preparation in mirror oil. Mirror oil. This purification with the oil of myrrh. And the, the, the remaining six months of treatment with perfumes, say perfumes. And, uh, <coughs> sorry, and, sorry. <clears throat> and preparations for beautifying women. So first six months with myrrh oil, treatment with myrrh oil, or purification with myrrh oil. The remaining six months, a treatment with perfume and other preparations for beautifying women. So in total, how many months? 12 months. 52 weeks. 12 months, one full year. Each of these young women were presented, after the, the 12 months, each of these young women were presented before the king separately from an evening to the next morning. And the king gets to see the, uh, you know, <laughs> each of them. And then they are sent to another place uh, under the custody of another person. And if the king has delighted in that particular person, that girl, then the king will summon by name so that she will be presented back to the king and she will be selected as queen. Okay, I hope you know the, the process. This is the process. So to start with, this Hester, Esther or Hadassah, Hadassah, yeah. Esther was technically a misfit. Why was she a misfit? Because she was a Jew. Okay, and nobody knew, knew that she was a Jew. So she was hiding her Jewish identity because her uncle told her, don't reveal your Jewish identity, your Hebrew identity to anybody. You're going to be taken to the palace, but don't tell anybody that you're a Jew. So she was a misfit in this contest. Okay, in this contest. 
considering her Hebrew background. But Esther had something which the rest of them didn't have. Esther entered this process differently from the others. She had something which the rest of those women didn't have. She had favor. Say favor. favor. Say favor. favor. Say favor. favor. Say favor like you know favor. favor. Say favor like you know favor. favor. Say favor like you love favor. So she obtained favor from the very beginning of the process. Now you read, uh, I think Esther chapter 2, you, you read that, you will see that from the very beginning of the process, Esther obtained favor. She obtained favor in the eyes of Haggai, the custodian of the women. You know what he did? He readily, said readily, or quickly, the Bible says. If you want, I'll, I'll just turn to Esther chapter 2. Okay, let's read from verse 8. So it came about when the command and decree of the king were heard and many young ladies were gathered to Susa, the capital, into the custody of Haggai, that Esther was taken to the king's palace into the custody of Haggai, who was in charge of the women. Now the young lady pleased him and found favor with him. So he quickly, say quickly, he quickly provided her with her cosmetics and food gave her seven choice maids from the king's palace and transferred her and her maids to the best place in the harem. Look at that. So she, she walked in to this place, to this palace, into this harem. She walked in with what? With favor. She is hiding her identity. Nobody knows that she, she's a Jew, but she is walking in with favor. She's walking in from, the, from day one. She's favored. She found favor. She obtained favor in the eyes of Haggai. Who quickly and readily gave her the provisions, the preparations. He did not... She's, in, in fact, you know, if, you, if you really read, you'll understand she was having a head start. In comparison to this, she got a head start. She quickly, readily received the preparations. And she got the provisions from the palace. Not only that, she was given seven maids, not ordinary maids. It's difficult to get maids, by the way. Yeah, even today. Seven choice maids from the king's palace. That's what the Bible says. Seven choice maids from the king's palace were given to her. For what? For assisting her. For, for, for being her aid. Seven young maids. Then what? She was given cosmetics and, and food and all, even besides her relevance. In fact, some version says, even besides her relevance. Everyone was allotted a certain portion. She got more. Say more. Say extra. Are you getting something here? Say extra. So when you're favored, you will get extra. When you're favored, you will get a head start. When you're favored, you, you, will, you, will, you will go before the others. Amen. You will, you will be given the choice. Royal provisions of the palace. That's what favor can bring into your life. Preparation started before the others for her. As soon as you reach the palace, the harem, this, this person, uh, she obtained favor in the eyes of her guy. Quickly, readily, she started preparing. She received those seven maids. And then she was positioned, say positioned. Wherever she's positioned, she was positioned in the best, say best place. The best place in the harem was reserved for her and her mates. 
Now, I, I want to tell you that some of your mates are going to be blessed because of you. Some of your mates are going to, this year, some of your mates will testify that they are blessed because they, they are serving you. Man, God's favor will visit them because they serve you. Because I prophesy this over you. God's favor will visit your mates because they serve you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And then you're, you're given the best place. The best, the best of it, the choice of everything. The choicest of everything. The best of everything. The best of everything. And you're positioned. Obtained favor. Say favor. Don't belittle favor. Don't belittle favor. Don't sleep over favor. Don't sleep over favor. When you're favored, don't sleep over it. That's, that's God's blessing over you. That's God's handiwork over your life. So she had favor. It's a favor. favor. So Haggai showed special interest. Now people will show special interest over you. They will have special interest in your case. They will have special interest in your case. Because you're favored. Because you're favored. Okay, let's close service. I think I'm preaching to the wrong church. I said you will have a special, people will have special interest for you because you're favored. Because you're favored. Say favor. Say favor. Say favor. Say I'm favored. Say I'm favored. Say favored. Say favored. So she had favor in the process of preparation. Amen. She had favor in preparation. She had favor in beautification. She had favor in purification. Do you know that you are put in a process of purification and you have favor? You have favor. The, the favor of God is upon you, which is causing you to be purified according to His plan. Amen. It's the favor of God at work that is causing you to be purified. You have the choices of everything. The, the choices of perfumes are coming your way. The choice of oils are coming your way. Everything is coming your way. Why? Because you're favored. Because you're getting prepared for the king. So when her turn came, to go into the king's presence. Let's read that. Okay, let's, let's read from verse 12 onwards. When the turn of each young lady came to go in to meet King Ahasuerus after the end of her 12 months under the regulations for the women, for the days of their beautification were completed as follows. Six months of oil with oil of myrrh and six months with spices and the cosmetics for women, the young lady would go in to the king in this way. Anything that she desired was given her to take with her from the harem to the king's palace. I mean, I mean each, each one of them can take anything from the harem. You're talking about a royal harem. Okay? A royal harem where all these young women were, uh, you know, put in the custody of a... Uh, 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 you know, a person by the name Haggai. And uh, when, when they go, each one of them go to meet the king, they can take anything from the palace, anything from that place, any object they want. If there's a guitar, they can go with the guitar. If there's a violin, they can go with a the violin. They can go with anything they want. Are you with me? They can walk in with anything they want so that they can go and please the king. So Esther could have taken anything. Say anything. Say anything. Let's, let's, look, let, let's see what she did. 
Now verse verse 15. Now when the turn of Esther, the daughter of Abihail, the uncle of Mordecai, who had taken her as his daughter, came to go in to the king, she did not request anything except what Hegai, the king's eunuch, who was in charge of the women, advised. And Esther found favor in the eyes of all who saw her. She could have taken anything, but she went by the advice of the one in whose eyes she found favor. See, you can go with anything, but you can choose to go with favor. What do you want, favor? Oh, your smartness. What do you want to take with you? What do you want to take with you this year? You want the favor of God or you want your smartness? You want your riches? You want your money? I have a prophetic word for you. This year, this year, the riches of this earth will fail. Okay? Anyone who is trusting the riches of this earth will fail. But those who trust in the favor of God will flourish. Can take down this word. This is the word for you. If you trust, if you put in, if you put your trust in the riches of this world, it'll crumble. It'll come back with no value. The money that you have will come back with no value. But the the favor of God will make sure that you're taken care of, and that you're taken care of, and that you're taken care of, and that you flourish. You can take anything with you. You can choose to take anything with you. You can take whatever you want. You go take anything that you want and you can go and please the king. But the king is not pleased with anything that you have. The king is pleased with some things which only this custodian knows. Amen. Your custodian is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit knows what you must have. When you are favored, the Holy Spirit will teach you. Amen. And tell you what you must carry to please the king of kings and the lord of lords. So don't, don't try to impress God with your smartness. Oh, I've been doing this. I have this skill. I have this talent. I have this uh, uh, track record. It will come to nothing. If you're going to trust in your track record and your skill and your experience and what other people say about you, your reputation is going to fail. Go by what the Holy Spirit tells you to take. Go with the advice of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will teach you what to take. You're favored. You're favored. You're favored. I, I, I'll tell you something, okay? The, the favor of God will divide. Say divide. divide. It'll, it'll, it'll demark. See, it, it is like this. Just two people come. Just two people. Just, just any two. Just two of you. Come, come, come. Come, come, come. Okay, I'm not going to say who is favored and who is not. Okay? They'll, they'll, so just stand. You know what the, the favor of God will do? The favor of God will bring about a division. Man, a demarcation. Amen. The favor of God will separate. Separate. Amen. You can go and sit. There were so many young women in the palace. So many of them. I'm talking about the most beautiful young virgins of Persia. They were there. In that land. Who was found beautiful, young and, uh, and a virgin. They were all taken into the king's palace. But Esther was favored. She was favored. She was favored. Every step of her, of her way, every, every step of the process, she found favor. She found favor. 
she got the best of everything she was placed in the best of positions she was given the best of assistance because she was favored favor say favor favor now to some of you favor does not see, sound very exciting but i want to tell you at the end of the next year some of you will testify what favor has done for you what favor has done for you now some of you going to testify what favor has done for you Amen. Some of you are going to testify. Some may trust in chariots, some in horses, but I have trusted in the name of my God. The name of the Lord is favor. It's favor. Name of Jesus over your life is favor. Imagine getting a head start over the others. Getting a head start. Imagine getting extra provision, extra nourishment, extra perfumes, extra oil. extra not because of your name nobody knows who you are you are go, you are there with a pseudo name esther is not even your real name you are hadassa disguised as esther and often fatherless motherless living at the mercy of an uncle a cousin sorry a cousin that's who she is but what to do favor say favor 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 will see some of you think that you need this and that and this person this connection and that connection to make it big in life i want to tell you the favor of god will replace the need of anything like that and position you and make the limelight of god will be over you amen and you will be you will be held in high esteem because you are favored just because of that no other explanation well, i mean you give me explanation for this you give me an explanation for an orphan a jewish orphan without a father with no with with no uh, no extra uh, credentials being in a palace but she is favored in everything can you explain why can you give me an explanation as to why she should be hand picked as queen there is no explanation you know some of you going to have testimonies which cannot be explained testimonies which cannot be explained breakthroughs which cannot be explained breakthroughs which cannot be explained favor which cannot be explained your favor cannot be explained it cannot be explained words will fail to explain why i don't know why and if you ask esther she will say i don't know why i don't know why i don't know why hegai loves me I don't know why I don't know why I'm given seven choice mates from the palace. I don't know why I didn't ask for it but I don't know why I'm given the best place in the harem. I don't know why he started early with me. I have no idea. But one thing I know, I'm favored. I'm favored. So Esther did not rely on her wisdom or in her free will. So you can rely on your wisdom and in your free will to impress but she relied on favor she went into the king's palace taking with her only what hegai advised her to take hegai knows better than anybody what the king loves hegai knows better than anybody else what the king is delighted with there is no better person in all of persia who can advise anybody what delights the king that's why he is given charge over the women to train them up to delight to be a delight to the queen to the, to the king sorry to the king so 
So she chose to go by Haggai's knowledge. Choose to go by God's knowledge. Choose to go, go by Holy Spirit revelation. Choose to go by Holy Spirit revelation. Choose to go by Holy Spirit revelation. Choose to go by Holy Spirit revelation. The revelation of His word. Choose to go by that. Man, your wisdom will tell you something else. Your wisdom will compel you to take that, to do, to do this, to impress like this, to present like this. But favor will say, just trust in the process. Favor. Favor. Take only what, take only what favor demands you to take. She chose to take advantage of favor. 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 Capitalize on favor. Take advantage of favor. Take advantage of favor. Favor. Say favor. Say favor. Say favor with like you love favor. Say favor. Say favor like you know that you're favored. Say favor. Say favor. Say favor. Say favor. So she chose to take advantage of the favor instead of relying on her earthly knowledge and experience and earthly wisdom. And then we read that she obtained favor in the eyes of all who saw her. First it was just Haggai. Now all who saw her, in the eyes of all of them, she found favor. Let's read that. No, verse 15. Now when the turn of Esther, the, the daughter of Abihail, the uncle of Mordecai, who had taken her as his daughter, came to go in, into the king, she did not request anything except what Haggai, the king's eunuch, who was in charge of the women, advised. And Esther found favor in the eyes of all who saw her. And that, that, is a, that is a realm that you must desire. Man, only favor can do something like that. All you see you, you will find favor in their eyes. Everyone who sees you, you will find favor in their eyes toward you. Man. Frankly speaking, I don't know how to preach. I'm, I'm being very honest. I don't know how to preach today, but this is what the Lord has put in my heart. I know it's a prophetic word. You receive it. It's yours if you take it. Amen. So she was taken to the king into the royal palace. And the Bible says the king loved Esther more than all the other women. And she obtained grace and favor in, the, in his sight more than all the virgins. Can you put that verse? Verse 17. And the king loved Esther more than all the women. And she found favor and kindness with him more than all the virgins. So that she set, he set the royal crown on her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. See, there is no explanation. There is no logical explanation why a person like Vashti should be removed. There's no explanation. Because you're favored, people who are settled will be removed. 
because you're favored why because god will make space for you god will make room for you so that you will be honored when you are in the favor of god god will make room for you you know people will be taken down people will be removed so that god can make room to display the favor of god over your life so the crown of authority will rest upon your head the royal crown over whom say often say a jewish often with a pseudo name a jewish often with a pseudo name without father without mother without any relative except one cousin of hers mordecai you know sometimes all it takes is one person all it takes is one person you don't need to know a lot of people one person amen whom the lord has placed in favor upon your life that person is enough he will be your guide she will be your guide he will be will he'll be your advisor your mentor your tutor your trainer just one person that's favor that is favor that is favor mordecai she only had mordecai who she now queen she was an exile in a foreign land often had only one relative who took her and loved her as his own daughter but she was favored favored for all the trouble that she has faced in life god released opened the door of favor from this day on the crown of authority will rest upon your head you are favored you are favored your past doesn't matter your 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 credentials doesn't matter your name doesn't matter your baggage doesn't matter you who you know who you don't know none of those things matter what matters is the favor of god which is upon your life it is real than anything else the world can offer anything else the world can boast about what is over your life is real is real it is tangible the whole world will see when you are favored of god you're favored of god you're favored of god you're favored of god and the crown the royal crown will rest upon your head king have the, the king will have no other choice but to place that crown over your head because favor attracts royal crowns favor attracts authority favor attracts everything that heaven has to offer exaltation promotion riches authority good name everything is attracted by favor favor because you're favored the best of everything will come to you do you know that you are loved by the king you're loved by the king you're loved by the king there can be a lot of people who are scheming planning trying to disrupt that relationship between you and the king but nothing can affect your relationship with the king because you're loved with an everlasting love he has set an everlasting love over you nothing can change that nothing can change that and the, the scepter of of favor will be pointed toward you because the king loves you dearly hallelujah Thank you Jesus
When God puts you in a process, it doesn't matter how long. See, when God puts you in a process and you're favored, it does not matter how long that process is. What matters is you're favored. At the end of the process, there will be an exaltation. There will be a lifting up. There will be a seat that is reserved for you. Only you can fill that place. Because you're favored. Favored. So some of you are cribbing about how long I've been waiting. Don't crib. You are favored. When you are favored, there's no room for cribbing. There's no room for complaining. There's no room for murmuring. The wait is worth it because you're favored of God. You're favored of God. I don't mind waiting. You know why? I'm favored. Because I know the, in the end, it's all going to turn out for my good. I'm favored. So 12 months of purification, 12 months, the process was long, 12 months, the word of purification came your way and you're feeling, oh, it's been so hard. No, it's not hard. It's favor. God's word is coming to you because you're favored. The proof of his favor over your life is his word. The word that is coming to you richly and you're able to understand the word. I'm telling you that you're able to understand God's word is the proof of his favor over your life. That you're loving God's word is the proof of his favor over your life. Hallelujah. What matters is the favor that covers you in that entire process. That's what matters. That's what matters. You will get extra, say get extra, extra attention. You will get a head start. You will get besides your relevance. Amen. You will get special treatment. You will get the royal provision. You will get the best position. What to do? You are favored. You are favored. You are favored. I don't know about you. I, am, I, I love the fact that I am favored. You know, I, don't, I love the fact that I can boast that I do not work for what I have. I do not work for what I have. Some of you are feeling very jealous. It's all right. That's the story of my life. I do not earn what I have, what I receive. I'm favored. I'm favored. I get the best, the choices because I'm favored. That's all. You're going to trigger a lot of jealousy. You're going to trigger a lot of jealousy. But they will not say anything against you. You know why? Because you're favored. Their mouths will be shut because you're favored. Favor will silence your opponents. Favor will expose schemes against you. Do you know that when you're favored, that favor will expose demonic schemes against you. The Lord will bring to light those things which are being schemed against you. Why? Because you're favored. You're favored. And now one day you will be you will be uh, you will be seated, uh, you know, at the at the gate, and you will hear of the scheming against the king in the palace, and that'll be reported through you because you're favored. And you reported it because you report, you, you have no idea what's going on. You just happen to hear a scheming because you're favored. You reported to the king. It mattered to the king. You will have things that matter to God. You will know things which matter to God because you're favored. You will know things that matter to God because you're favored. 
God will allow you to handle secrets which matter to him because you are favored somebody receive this god will allow you to handle secrets which matter to him i'm talking about even internationally even things that pertain to international politics the lord will allow you to know things because you're favored and you'll expose those secret plans and scheming to god in prayer amen and you will be blessed on account of it oh i have no idea what i'm doing here i just know that the lord is speaking to somebody here what to do what to do i am favored can you tell your neighbor what to do i am favored uh, not like this what to do not like that <laughs> not like that if you are truly favored you know you are favored then you will you will say what to do i am favored what to do what to do what to do i am favored what to do i am favored i am favored so i take advantage of the favor of god upon my life i rely on favor not on human wisdom not on human wisdom not on human advices but i rely on favor not on my smartness not in my money not in my riches i rely on the favor of god and that favor will fetch me what god has for me i want to repeat that one more money will fail you miserably Okay, this is this is a word for somebody here. Money will fail you miserably. Now, before you handle money with confidence, I want to know money will fail you miserably. Self confidence will be brought to nothing. Okay, confidence in yourself will be brought to nothing. And I am prophesying this over you. But God's favor. If you go by the favor of God, nothing matters. Nothing matters. Nothing matters. Amen. you will have miracles which defy numbers which defy calculations which defy computations you will seek that kind of miracles which cannot be explained why because what to do i am favored i am favored i can't explain it i am favored i am favored i can't explain it can you explain it you can't explain why i am favored when the favor of god is upon your life you cannot explain it it is inexplicable it is inexplicable the the ways of god are inscrutable you cannot go you cannot understand it now you maybe you are feeling that you are not done well enough the 12 months of purification you have not done well enough instead of sulking rely on the favor of god just just just, just rely on the favor of god just rely on god's favor instead of trying to prove yes i have achieved something rely on the favor of god if you know that you are favored then you are not wasting time you are not wasting time if you know that you are favored of god you are not wasting time favor will not allow your time to be wasted favor will not allow your time to go wasted favor will ensure that you get extra portion favor will ensure that you get extra portion you will get more word and more revelation than the others you are favored that's why that's why that's why god will god will cause you to hear the word more god will cause you to understand the word more more of revelation why you are favored favored the riches of god the riches of god comes to those who are favored you have time for more bible study i don't know why 
I'm favored, that's why. I have time for every Bible study. I have time for every fellowship session. Why? Because I'm favored of God. That's the favor of God. Oh, I, I, some of them say, but I, I, don't, I don't know how you get time to go to church like, th- like this. I don't know how you get free time to be on time. Every- what to do? I'm favored. I'm, that's the favor of God. Understand that. That's the favor of God. The things that you think are blessings are actually not. Okay, let's not go there now. Let's come back to favor. Say favor. favor. Now favor will ensure that you're divinely assisted in this process. Say angelic assistance. Angelic assistance. Angelic assistance. Angels visiting your bedroom. Angels in your car. Angels in your vehicle. Angels in your living room. You will be entertaining angels. Why? Because you're favored. God will send his angels because you're favored. They know your address because you're favored. Your name? Favored of God. Angels know where to come. Your name? Favored of God. Angels will know where to come. Divinely assisted. You are divinely assisted. In every assignment, there's an assistance from heaven. The helper himself, the Holy Spirit himself will come and help you in every assignment that God is entrusting you with. Favor will ensure that you're positioned best in the process. You will be fixed in a position of advantage. You will be positioned to receive. You will be positioned to receive. You will be positioned to receive. I've, I've gone for meetings and this has, this has been a, like, an, I used to wonder, how come? I'll always get a vantage point. I'll always get a place where I can, I can be undistracted. That is your story. When you're favored, the Lord will make sure that your seat is reserved, your parking is reserved, your place is reserved, your ticket is reserved, everything is reserved. Why? Because you're positioned to receive because you're favored of God. Favor will establish your seat. Favor will establish your space. Favor will establish everything for you. You you will have space. You will have space. You will have space. You will find... You, will have, you, you probably will be the last person to fill up that space. Because you're favored. You're favored. And nobody knows why that was reserved for somebody. I mean, even today, they don't know why Vashti was removed. They really don't know. They can't explain. What did she do? Poor thing. What did she do? She was asked to come into the presence of, you know, a drunken crowd. She refused. I would call her a sane, sane woman, okay? But she was stripped of her queenship. For that? You know why? Because you are favored. Because Esther is favored, Vashti has to be removed. That's why. See, it's, 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 it gives you undue advantage. Undue advantage. Not that you deserve it, but it's yours. Not because you prayed for so long. No. Because you're favored. Not because you fasted for so long, but because you're favored. God will bring about a distinction between the favored and the ones who despise the favor of God. 
So this one thing, you must watch out this year. Watch out for this. If you're despising the favor of God, I've seen people despise the favor of God. It breaks the heart. It breaks your heart. It causes the Holy Spirit to grieve. When the favor of God, see the favor of God need not come in like big packages. It can come in small packages, but that is the favor of God. It multiplies. It just multiplies. It just multiplies. A small tiffin multiplied. Why? Because it is favored. A small little boy carried a small little tiffin box. It multiplied because it is favored. He was not coming in a truck. Did he come in a truck? He just came carrying a small cover. That's it. But it was favored, multiplied, fed everyone. So you, sometimes what comes to you may be coming in a small package. But no, it is favored. Don't go by the looks. Don't go by the looks. Don't go by the size. Favor. Favor will defy size. Favor will decide the packaging. The process will not be in vain. You are favored. Rely on that favor. Do not frustrate the grace of God. Do not nullify. We, we considered that last year or the year before that. We considered. Do not nullify. Do not frustrate the grace of God. The grace of God comes to you when you are humble. God gives grace to the humble. Amen. He resists the proud, but He gives grace to the humble. Do not frustrate the grace of God. Don't frustrate it. When the favor of God comes to you, do not frustrate it. Do not deny it. Do not say no thanks. Don't say no thanks to the favor of God. Hello. I'm speaking to somebody here. Somebody here. Listen. Don't make the mistake of saying no thanks when the favor of God visits you. Don't say no thanks when the favor of God visits you. It, might, it may look, make you look very humble. It may look, make you look very nice. But you are despising the favor of God. Esther did not say no thanks to Haggai. Hello? Esther did not demand anything. But when it came to her, little by little, she did not say no thanks. See, you must be able to discern what's the favor of God and what is not. Don't say no to the favor of God. Don't say no to the favor of God. Tell your neighbor, you're favored to delight Jesus. Oh, not enough. Tell your neighbor, you're favored to delight Jesus. 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 You know that? You're favored to delight Jesus. You're favored to bring a smile on the face of Jesus. That's what you're favored. You're favored. You're empowered for that. There's a favor of God upon you to bring a smile. Man, God smiles at you because you're favored. You're favored to delight the king. And the Holy Spirit will reveal secrets to delight the king. Because you're favored. Man, hallelujah. In the middle of the night, you will wake up. And he will tell you the secrets to delight Jesus. I love that idea. If God can give me secrets to delight, if the Holy Spirit can give me secrets to delight God, delight Jesus, I mean, what kind of an assistance is that? Go by the advice of the Holy Spirit. 
the advice of the holy spirit not don't not rely on your smartness there's a favor of god the spirit of god go by the advice of the spirit of god and the king will love you because you're favored the king will love you because you're favored you're favored not because of anything else but because you're favored not because of your roots not because of your background but because you're favored amen hallelujah